Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down talks picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? Let's do this the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from what that's got. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a f***, he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him was it Giving that birth doesn't stand for an act But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice, juice. Him and this crew are known around as one of the best Dedicated to what they do and get 100% Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like a design is written in his head every time Before he even touches the key or speaks in a rhyme And those other fellas he runs with the kids that he signed Ridiculous, without even trying How do they do it? This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Welcome into the zone. What's up, everybody? Glad you're with us. We turn me down a little bit, Kristen. My headphones. It is a fabulous Wednesday. Love these days when you start your work week. Luckily for me, on a Wednesday, hump day. We got three days, and it's another weekend. Love July Fourth on a Tuesday. Didn't love how it was. Uh, you know, um, you had to take a vacation day on a Monday, but then you get a four day work weekend. Oh, you know, weekend. Then you come back for three days and get a couple more days for a vacation or a quick getaway. So. Kind of like it next year with the leap year. July 4th will be on a Thursday. So I'm planning on taking the 5th Thursday. off and no, have a 4 day. It should be a Thursday, Friday thing. It should. It really It should. We need to work that out so that we have uh, autumn. It's, it, to me, it's like Thanksgiving. You get Thursday off, get a, get, might as well have Friday off too. Have four days. So anyway, we're here. We, got, we almost got the uh, week whipped. 
uh, with it being a Wednesday. we got a uh, fun show coming up in just a few minutes. We're scrambling right now. Taylor Moore is going to join us. This was a late addition. In fact, so late that it's happened in the last uh, nine minutes. Taylor's a great guy from the University of Arkansas, and he's having a fantastic season, a breakout season on the PGA Tour. We were, he ranks 20th on the Fed Cup, the FedEx Cup rankings right now. Had another big weekend uh, up there in the top 10. I think he's got uh, three top 10s already this season, six for his career, but uh, he's having a f- fantastic year. And I just texted him, and I was like, hey, could you join us sometime? You know, we're on from 10 to 1. He's like, yeah, sure. How about at 10:15? And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, that's, I'm not going to turn you down. So, he, anyway, Taylor Moore will join us at 10.15. Yeah, we got a busy day today, actually, all, uh, all things said and done. We are going to get into some of the 4th of July activities, including, the obviously, the hot dog eating contest. We talked to Pat on Monday because, obviously, we weren't on the air yesterday, and he was at Coney Island yesterday with hmm. um, his good buddy, uh, Guy Whitney, and they were watching the contest. So I haven't had a chance to talk to Pat since, but I know it's something he's – been intrigued by for a long time so i'm sure they had a blast attending that in person yesterday so we get him on next week and we can get a recap of it but yeah looking forward to talking to taylor we've also got uh, an intriguing uh guest coming up here at the bottom of the hour that i'll tell you more about but um he has uh he's got uh, some sports connections in the state but also got a chance to participate in a game with savannah bananas you guys know about this organization mm-hmm. where they do all these sort of quirky weird things but uh, it's really a cool thing, and it was a neat opportunity for for uh, Rich. And so we're going to talk to Rich Thompson coming up here in just a little bit about his experience. Uh, looking forward to talking to Taylor. And then uh, Coach Kelly's coming up at some point today, I think in the 11 o'clock hour. Joe Klein's out today, and we've got Michael Felder at 1130. So there you go. Uh, Christian, I know you're excited. Probably we talked about some free agency moves while you were away, which obviously was a pretty ignorant performance by me. Did the best I could, but, you know, Austin Reeves, PBEF, Landing in spots, and I guess Austin staying there. Was Patrick in Philly when he – did he re-sign with him? Or is he no, somewhere? he was with the Bulls at the end of the last season. I can't remember where he was at. Okay. So he's landed somewhere, and obviously there were a lot of uh, you know a lot of money doled out over the last couple of weeks and some max deals and things of that nature. So it's been uh, kind of a crazy deal. Now we've got Summer League getting underway, and we get to see uh, your boy Chet over in OKC. Yeah, he looked pretty bad the first quarter, but then he looked good the rest of the time. So that was cool. Yes. See him in action again. And he's 100%, I guess? That's the word. Is he going to be limited on minutes early or no? Uh, he played 29 the other night. I that's think good. he'll be fine. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, what did you guys do for fireworks last night? That was our question of the day on whatever we were here, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do your own, go to a show, both or neither? Shockingly to me, 63% of our respondents said no fireworks for me. Hmm. I'm usually not a fireworks person, but we did go to a show for Titus to see them. Okay. that's Yeah, I don't do them, but I like to watch them. We went to the Travs game on Monday night. Of course, if you were tuned in Monday, we had Isaiah Campbell up here, which was fantastic. What a good dude. Wes, this is, you know, we've been on a good trend lately with, well, and I think we're going to have our third one here in a row, but uh, of athletes who are extremely successful and incredibly humble. And Isaiah is one of those guys. He fell right in line with Austin Reeves the other day when he was on. But he is uh, just a humble guy. And he actually pitched an inning the other night as the Travs took a walk-off extra inning game. So those who went out for that July 3rd game, the only Monday night game of the year, we had a beautiful lightning landscape in the background from the Little Rock side of the river. They played through it. They never had any delays. It was a gorgeous night out. It was kind of cool. And the Travs wanted a walk-off. And then they had a great fireworks show afterwards. So we got fireworks on the 3rd. And then I saw some fireworks last night, too, but I didn't, I didn't touch you. You guys blown off when you were down in Louisiana? Uh, we did. Uh, my brother-in-law got a big, I mean, he goes crazy with it. And there's no telling how much he spent. Uh, he had a, a small arsenal and went down to the pier, and, and we sat there on the on the porch and watched him light fireworks huh. safely far, far away. Yeah, not my jam, dude, at all. Anyway, uh, we all like golf, though, and we have been keeping an eye on Taylor Moore's success. We try to keep an eye on the guys that have Arkansas connections, and Taylor's had a particularly good year. He's top 35 on the money list this year, and the former University of Arkansas golfer uh, already with the victory in the Valspar this year, and uh, a great, great year on tap, and we'll see uh, how he's feeling about it so far. First time we've had him on, I believe. Yeah. Taylor Moore joving us in the zone on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Taylor, I appreciate the short notice. You finding some time for us. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks so much for having me on. Buddy, congratulations on what's been a great start to the year. Did you feel something in the works before the season started that maybe this was going to be a really good season for you? I think that I did. You know, I think I was just really looking forward to uh, 
to building on my rookie season out on tour and you know getting a uh getting another chance at some of the courses that i saw um you know my my first year on tour and just um seeing, seeing some of the places again and yeah, it's been a, been a good season so far. Yeah, we've talked to Ken Duke and others over the years about this, about seeing a course and you know knowing it sets up well for you. We all just assume you guys are pros and you're going to be good at all the courses. <laughs> but uh, there are courses that obviously you like a little more, maybe fit your game a little bit better, and I guess you're starting to determine which courses those are? Definitely. I think, um, I, mean, I take for instance, last week, like I finished sixth at Detroit Golf Club last year and turned around and finished T4 there this year and so that's obviously a place that kind of fits my and, and you know somewhere that i'll definitely keep on my schedule you know as long as they keep it around and um yeah i think hilton head and in some other places uh maybe on the west coast i really like to be fine so yeah just definitely get you know some places um that i've seen multiple times now and and you know gonna keep them on uh gonna keep them on schedule moving forward what event are you looking forward to uh in the next couple of months Definitely British Open coming up. Uh, first time over the pond, so I'm I'm excited to get over there and, and see what Lynx Golf is all about. True Lynx Golf, and um, yeah, just to you know kind of experience and take it all in. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Have you ever played over there? I have not. No, first first time over. Um, I'm going to take next week off. We have the Scottish Open next week, but I'm going to take it um, take it off and actually go over to Ireland and play play some links golf around Dublin, play Royal County down and a couple of cool places over there and then hop over to Liverpool. Uh, obviously we could open and, and get ready for that. Being a Texas kid, uh, did you play in a lot of wind? Is this something you, you think link style golf could suit your game? I think so. I think, you know, I, yeah, like you said, I was, I was born in, born in Texas. I really grew up in Edmond, Oklahoma and wind, wind comes sweeping down the plains there for sure. So you better learn how to fight <laughs> some golf shots and hit it low and, you know, trap it and do some things like that. So definitely, um, you know, go back to my roots on some of the, some of the things if uh, the conditions ask for it. Talking to Taylor Moore on the Brandon Moving and uh, Storage Hotline, having, a, again, a great season on the PGA Tour this year. And we saw Ricky break through and win the other day, and uh, it seemed like everybody was really happy for him. And there are certain guys it seems like, you know, the guys on tour sort of root for. Is that is that something that goes on, or are you too focused on yourself to – to kind of follow the storylines of what the fans in, in general are looking at? I think it's definitely something that goes on. I mean, especially guys, you know, that have been out here a while. You know, I think Ricky and, and JT and Speed and those, you know, they're pretty good buddies. And um, definitely definitely some, some of that goes on out here. And, you know, I have some close friends as well that I grew up playing golf with, you know, through junior golf and the college ranks that, you know, I don't win the tournament. I'm, I'm happy that they did. So it, there's, a, there's definitely some of that um, out here for sure. So who are the guys you root against? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> Let's talk about some Razorback football or something. Man. I'm not going to say What I'm getting from that is there are guys, so we just won't name names. That's good for you. That's smart. How about the former Razorbacks? Do you keep up with them? Is there some sort of camaraderie? I mean, or, or, I mean, obviously, you got some guys that maybe graduated several years apart, but uh, do you keep up with guys that, that played at Arkansas? Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, funny enough, Austin Cook just walked by. Mm. I'm outside doing a phone call here from, from the John Deere Classic, so... Uh, yeah, I see, you know, Austin Cook and Andrew Landry out here quite a bit. Um, David Klingmart as well. And then, you know, obviously a, a teammate of mine for four years, uh, Nicholas Echevarria. He he won earlier this year, you know, in Puerto Rico. And so, yeah, we got four or five hogs out here. Um, definitely a place to practice around the Gaisley. And, um, yeah, it's cool to cool to see some, some hogs out here for sure. Uh, I see uh, July 28th is going to be a big day for you, turning 30. You got plans? That's right. That's, that's right. Coming up, I actually have that week off, so I think I'm gonna. Um, I'm actually, I think I'm actually gonna go back home. It's been, I haven't been back to Edmond in, in quite a while, so been obviously busy. Just go hang out with the fam and you know do something low key, play a little golf. The uh, the golf course I actually grew up playing, Kicking Beer Golf Club, just reopened. They did a big renovation, so first time seeing it after the big big re- reno. So gonna look forward to uh, seeing that and playing that. When you go back home and play. Does the course seem a little different after everything you've experienced? And, you know, it's almost like when I go back home, it's like, man, I thought this course was a lot longer when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, I think there is some of that. And, um, you know, being a, a shorter, just, you know, public golf course, I think over the years it, it has gotten easier. But like I said, they just they just pumped a bunch of money into it. A few old, and I definitely haven't seen the new the new version of it, so I'm excited to see what it's all about. 
You know, besides, you know, just the experience you gained last year, what's been the key to your game and all the success this year? I think a big thing for me and just my journey in golf in general is just realizing that, like, my game is good enough and what I do and how I operate is good enough to you know, not only compete out here on the PJ Tour, but obviously, obviously win. And so I think the thing for me in my rookie season, you know, I would play with John Rahm and be like, oh, wow, he does this great. And, Maybe I should try that or, you know, play with Justin Thomas earlier this year and just absolutely loved how he hit his wedges and his tempo and like, man, maybe, you know, maybe that's the key to hit wedges closer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just try it out. And so I think that's one of the things that I've really learned is like everybody's different. Everybody has their own stuff, but like my stuff is pretty good enough. And I just need to, you know, who I am as a person, as a golfer and, and, and go with that. Talking to Taylor Moore, the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When you've got it going well, what are the keys in your mind to staying there? Because again, it seems like you can have it going even a, you know in an eighteen hole round. Um, certainly for us, and even with the pros though, where things are going great, and then all of a sudden, you know, things become a little more challenging, or I don't want to say the wheels fall off. But uh, what do you do to kind of stay in that zone where things are going well, and you keep, kind of keep that roll going? For me, it's all about routines and, and like pre-shot stuff. You know, I really try to um, stick, stick to my pre and, and like surrender the outcome, like. I really just try to, you know, go through my steps, go through my breathing, have a proper conversation with, you know, my caddy. And if I execute, you know, those couple of things that um, I like to do before I hit a shot or hit a putt, then I really have full acceptance in the outcome. And that's been big for me. And I think, you know, when I have really, really good rounds or like what we call clean rounds, you know, no bogeys or maybe maybe one bogey early in the round or whatever, it seems like I have really good acceptance and, and my pre-shot stuff is really crisp. So that's a big key for me. You know, this this year has uh, done a lot for you with the rankings, the money. Is it Has it been life-changing? You know, that's a great question. We're still right in the middle of it, so it's hard to, hard to really um, give, you, give you a great answer. I will say that um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's life-changing. I mean, it's definitely um, elevated, like, where I'm going to be able to play next year and, you know, the access to the tournaments that I'm going to get, so it's definitely going to enhance my, I would say, you know, status on the PGA Tour. But I think I'm, you know, I think the cool thing is with the people that I've surrounded myself with in my life, you know, they're going to hold me accountable if I've changed or, you know, acted maybe how I shouldn't be. And so I think that um, I'm a pretty simple guy. Like I just I like to chill off the golf course, watch Razorback sports, hang out, you know, with my family, and um, I don't think that that stuff's going to change. Taylor, what's the course you love playing the most, and what's the one that you haven't played that you you would most want to? Oof. Golf course I love playing the most. I really, man, that's such a good question. It just really depends on where we're at, but I think anytime I go to, like, um, anytime we go to Pebble, it's just such a special spot. I mean, it's old school. They haven't really changed much about it, and you're going to get all kinds of conditions out there, and um. Yeah, I, I think Pebble's a pretty cool spot. I like that golf course a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, one place that I haven't played, got to check Augusta off this year, so that was cool. Right. It was my first time. Yep. Um, I think maybe with the theme of the British Open coming up, I would love to play St. Andrews, you know, being the home of golf. I think that's kind of the next one for me that I would like to yeah. like see. That's good. Um, as far as Augusta goes, uh, two questions. First of all, did it match your expectations? And secondly, can you get us on? <laughs> we, the, sec, the second part, y'all probably know better people than me to get you. Well, I really don't, but if you win there at some point, I'm sure it would be a lot easier to do it. So yeah. we, need, we need to have some stroke there by winning. Yeah, so we're going to be rooting for you. But uh, did, obviously, again, we all watched it growing up. I mean, did, did it meet what you had expected it going into or surpass it, or what was it like? You know, I think it definitely met it. Um, obviously, growing up watching it, you know, every year in you know what each hole is, you know, you know where the slopes are for the most part. Cause you've watched the broadcast and heard about it for years. And then you actually get out there and you're like, dang, like there's just a lot more slope than you actually like see on TV. Like, I mean, the severity of the, the elevation change and just like the wind swirls that you hear about and you actually get out there and you're like, damn, it does swirl. Like, it's crazy. Like just that kind of stuff. I appreciate it. Obviously playing and, you know, watching it for years but definitely met the expectation it's such a cool place and obviously the history and tradition there 
what, you know, what our game in that tournament falls out. Yeah. Speaking of uh, courses that I have not played, you know, all the people I do know who have played the Blessings talk about how difficult it is. I mean, I've talked to guys who are really accomplished golfers who are like, you know, there's times I'll stand on the tee box and I don't have a place to land the ball. Like, I look out there, I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going <laughs> to hit it that's going to be good. Um, was that a good test for you? Did you find that to be a, a good training ground for, you know, playing uh, on the PGA Tour? For sure. I think between, you know, having that facility and, and having Coach McMakin there, that's that's really why I chose to go play at Arkansas coming out of high school. And I just thought that that was a really good place to um, challenge my game, enhance my game, and, and, you know, prep me for, you know, professional golf. That's what I wanted to do. And so, um, you know, Mr. Tyson has created such a cool golf course for, for the, you know, student athletes there to utilize and have. And um, it's uh, still a place that I love to play and, and get back to. I won't press you on the live versus PGA thing, but one of the big points of contention about the live tour was, you know, fewer tournaments, and obviously the guys there are making a ton of money and only having to play three rounds too, but um, do you have a perfect schedule in mind, like a number of tournaments you like to play every year, or does it vary on how things are going? You know, I don't think I've been out here long enough to have, like, a set number just yet. I think that with how like the PGA Tour is, is being created at the moment, I think you're pretty much going to have a number you're going to have to play as far as, like, the elevated events and the majors that you qualify for and things like that. But last year I played 29 events, and it really felt like a lot. By the time I got into yeah. the fall, I was, like, kind of, you know, a little bit gassed. And so I think um, I think 20-ish, but under 25, I think would be, like, a pretty good number for me moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I like to play. I don't know if I could play 12 or 14 times a year. I mean, I like... I like being out on the road and competing and, and seeing my buddies. So I think uh, 25 is a pretty good number for me. Yeah, I think you've already alluded to this, but, you know, when we're off, we still talk a lot, just like we do when we're on the air. When you're, I mean, do you enjoy casual golf? Is it is it still fun for you? It is. It is, definitely. I think, um, especially in the off season. you know, I think in-season casual golf is a, a little more tricky, but definitely in the off season, you know, seeing some, some people and some buddies that I haven't seen in a while and, you know, Going to play some golf on Saturday mornings before some football in the fall is one of my one of my favorite things to do for sure. Yeah, you said you like uh, watching Razorback sports. Which one's your favorite? Uh, this might surprise some people, but I am a baseball guy, so watching DVH and, and the crew there is, is one of my favorites. You know, I'm always got the iPad streaming ESPN Plus pretty much every game, so I uh, I enjoy I enjoy watching some some Razorback baseball for sure. Taylor, best of luck the rest of the way, man. Congrats on what's uh, already been a great uh, season so far, and we will keep an eye on your success and be rooting for you going forward. Cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. All right, Thank you. Thank you. Taylor Moore. Good stuff. All right, quick break. It is 1028. We'll be right back. When we return, Rich Thompson's going to join us. He is the uh, athletic director and the baseball coach at a local college, and he's also got a really cool accent, Wes. He's a former uh, professional pitcher. And he um, also has some Olympic experience. And he got a chance to hang out with the Savannah Bananas. And I don't know exactly what capacity. I never really got the full story on what the involvement was or how it came to pass. But we're going to ask him. That's what he's here for, is to fill us in on it. So we'll visit with him. But, yeah, he's from uh, National Park College, which you may or may not be familiar with. So we'll find out more about his role down there and more about the school and their athletic program as well. It's 1029. You are in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Sports Center. The NBA Summer League got going on Monday night. Number two overall pick Brandon Miller was in action, as was former Arkansas Razorback Nick Smith Jr. Miller scored 18 points and grabbed five rebounds in a 98-77 loss to the Spurs. Nick Smith Jr. scored 12 points but struggled shooting. He was 5 of 14 and also had four turnovers. Charlotte will be back in action tonight at 5 p.m. Central. You can catch that one on ESPN2 as they take on the Warriors Summer League team. Last year's number two overall pick Chet Holmgren returned to action in a Thunder uniform. Form. The former Gonzaga Bulldog had 15 points and grabbed nine boards, as well as blocking four shots in his return. From Arkansas Razorback Jalen Williams had eight points and ten boards in the 95-85 win over the Jazz. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. After-
after I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. If I wrote you a symphony Just to say how much you mean to me If I told you you were beautiful Would you date me on the regular? It is 10.34 in the zone. It's a uh, what, Wednesday? Wonderful Wednesday? Yeah, what the hell Wednesday? That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it is confusing. I was off for, you know, 10 days and then come back for ad day, take a day off, and you, you guys were gone. And Nancy and I had a blast making fun of you guys while we were uh, in here by ourselves on Monday. I got to say, normally I listen. Yep. I did not. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, you got trashed a lot. Nancy was taking shots at me, though. She was all over me. So it was very hurtful. Um, we are joined in studio by Rich Thompson, who is the athletic director and baseball coach at a school that many of our listeners probably have not heard of yet. He's putting them on the map. National Park College down in Hot Springs, uh, former major league pitcher. And you will notice that um, he is not a Hot Springs native when he talks to you hmm. on the air today. Welcome. Thanks for coming up today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hot Springs native now, I guess, right? Yes, we will, uh, we're happy to have you for sure. So you are originally from Australia? Yep. Yep, originally from Sydney. Uh, signed with the Angels when I was 17 and ended up coming out of the U.S. Um, and now getting getting to be here in Arkansas resident and, and love Arkansas. How many Aussies have pitched in the majors, do you know? Or Aussies played in the majors? 40. I'm number 25. How about that? Yeah. So you get the whole history on that. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool thing because we're, uh, we're a small group. You know, it's a, baseball's not huge in Australia, but 
uh, growing, and, and we've got the pro league down there now, so that's uh, that's an exciting piece too. What else did you play growing up? Uh, everything. Uh, cricket, rugby, you know, soccer, all the, all the Aussie sports, swam, you know, all the Olympic sort of style sports, I think, is probably what the big ones are at home. How popular is baseball in Australia? Um, popular enough. we we want to grow it um you know it's good i talk to my boys back home a lot and um and the the league's growing well uh we get a lot of uh, imports every year from um for the pro league so each team gets about six imports Mm -hmm. usually through uh major league baseball team um sponsorships or uh partnerships so it's a it's a really nice league down there. A lot of ex big league guys, AAA guys. You know, um, DD Gregorius was in that league. So a lot yeah. of lot of guys that end up going on to play in the big leagues, uh, top top prospect guys. Instead of going to Dominican Venezuela, they'll go down there. So tell us about your before we get into what you're doing now, and then also we wanted to I guess the the impetus of all this was your experience with the Savannah Bananas, which have become I think pretty well known I think across the country for all the unique things they do for baseball, but. Uh, but as far as your professional career, you, you were telling us uh, Travs was probably your most important stop, right? Yeah, so, you know, obviously Travs is why I'm here in Arkansas now. I met my wife here, and um, you know, now we're, we've lived in Hot Springs since uh, we bought a house in there in '08. Uh, she's a homegrown Hot Springs girl, so uh, a couple of kids, and and we're here in Arkansas, and we love it. And professionally, you played mostly West Coast. Uh, yeah, predominantly West Coast. I got hurt with the Jays in 13, so that would have been my East Coast trip. But for the most part, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, big leagues would go everywhere. You know, that was pre-real inner league. Uh, you'd play the, the NL East, I guess, or whatever. We'd played one year, and mm-hmm. you get to play a division. Uh, now it's now it's a little more crazy and a little more hectic. But, but you pitched for the Angels and the A's. Angels, A's in the big leagues, um, and then Blue Jays. Um, so it was... a. Uh, you know, I signed when I was 17 with the Angels, stayed with them for 10 years or so, and um, got picked up by the A's. And then Jays, that next year was the first time I ever got to negotiate a contract after the, you know, I was basically going to play control or club control. So what was it? The Travs was, how, where was that on your stops as far as your career? That's double A. Um, obviously, same as it is now. Um, I'd been, geez, everywhere. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Rancho Cucamonga, California. Yeah. Um, we went through the A's and then Salt Lake and then the big leagues. Um, it was a, uh, you know, it was a great stop here. Um, I didn't know a lot about Arkansas. It was kind of like an Aussie kid coming from, from Sydney of 5 million people and, and coming here and, and getting the tour of the, the small town USA was great. And obviously Little Rock was that next big step of it kind of started to grow and, and then you get to Salt Lake and it, you know, grows a little bit and then you get to Anaheim and it's, it's crazy. So. I remember now, it was years and years ago, and you won't, probably won't remember it, but they, they threw Rich at me as a TV interview. And they were like, and they didn't give me any background. They go, you'll figure it out once you get started. And then I got the accident. Then it was like, oh, okay, here we go. And that was the whole story of being from Australia and playing here. Yeah. What do you think of Hot Springs and, and the community down there in, in National Park College? Mate, I love it. It's um, you know something that I didn't know that I would get involved in, but um, am so happy to be involved in it every single day. Um, Hot Springs is great. You know, you look on a map and you go, "Hey, where are we going to go for vacation?" Yeah. Um, you know, in the tri-state area, you know, quad-state area, and you go, "Well, why does it keep coming back with Hot Springs?" Mm-hmm. You know, I just ended up being lucky to be in a, a vacation town, and that's really what it, it can be. You know, you you got your lakes, and you got your track, and you got all the things that make uh, Hot Springs great, and the, the small community. Um, in a way, it's you know, lots of people know everybody, and it's kind of what I grew up in Sydney, a small town piece of Sydney. It's kind of the same feeling, you know. You get, you know, you know all your teachers, you know, you know everybody that you kind of get involved with. So it's a, it's a great thing to be a part of. National Park's awesome. Um, it's growing. Uh, you know, we started athletics about six years ago, and now we're at ten sports. You know, and uh, soccer, baseball, basketball, softball, cross country, track um, is coming. So. Um, Going from nothing and transforming a college's uh, lifestyle on campus where there's kids and they want to be there. And, and we got 200 student-athletes now. It's going from awesome. zero to nothing. Zero to <laughs> massive. So um, now I just get to organize it all. So as the AD <laughs> and, and the baseball coach, too, um, well, what do you think the role is? We were talking about the expansion of JUCO in this state, and I think it's a, a very significant thing because there are a lot of kids that need opportunities to play. Um, what, what, in my, your mind, what's, what role are you guys filling in, in the other JUCOs in the state? What I think is uh, the great piece is that we were losing so many Arkansas kids out of state. 
you know, Oklahoma was uh, was Region 2 before, now with Arkansas coming in and becoming Region 2 also, and f- going on the baseball side just alone, uh, we were the first team in in Arkansas, by next year there'll be nine JUCOs in Arkansas um, in, our, in our deal, so... Um, those kids that were end up going into the Crowders and the you know and out of state into and into Oklahoma and down into Texas, we now keep those kids at home, and also we bring in kids from out of state. International, I had three Aussie kids last year, so um, you know just bringing a another level for those kids to keep playing, keep a uniform on their back. But I mean, we've sent uh, seven guys on to D1 level. The kid that pitched against Vandy for UCA this year was was one of my guys, um, and you know, hit them through four and two thirds where he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so those kids that you know maybe got hurt in high school or you know needed an opportunity to say develop their game, needed some time to have growth. Maybe they were out of the game. Now they get to keep playing and see if they can keep keep the dream alive. Is that your, your the biggest success story you have so far? The, the kids moving on. Um, I would say so. Yeah, um, the first year we ended up finishing 26 in the country. Wow. Um, so we went from you know zero to to really giving it a good shot and um, going pretty deep into the playoffs. Um, but I guess being a, a pro guy and having to develop yourself—that's what I love. I love developing the next generation of kids. You know, somebody put a lot of time into me, so I want to put it into them. So, yeah. um, and that's just you know reciprocating what was given to you and. Um, but yeah, like Windy, obviously Windy's story is amazing where he, he goes to UCA and then and does what he did. Um, but, you know, we've got another kid going to Utah Valley on a full ride this year. So it's, um, I think, getting those kids, those opportunities and those scholarships, at the end of the day, you end up, you know, it's probably half a million dollars worth of scholarships leaving, mm-hmm. leaving just from our program. Yeah. What can you do for kids at your level? Um, in scholarship-wise? Yeah. So, kind of the same thing, D1, D2, D3. Um, so, D1, you can scholarship anything. D2, tuition fees, books. Um, and D3, nothing. So, very similar to the other NCAA programs. You know, obviously, D3 is nothing on sort of uh, tiered down, right? So, depends on what the school wants to invest, and that's where we are now. So, it's a, um, a D2 program um, on everything except for outdoor track, which we're, we're about to start. So... It's an exciting, uh, exciting piece that we're kind of getting through. But you got your hands full. I, I mean, as an AD, you're out there trying to run these programs. I'm sure trying to to fundraise and get as much money as you can to help yeah. spread it out. Yeah, anyone want to give National Park nine folks, that'd be excellent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's crazy. You know, it, it was a big adjustment. I took over in uh, in September last year of AD as well. Uh, massive adjustment. You know, I I got to spend all my time on baseball and do that and. And now it's, uh, you know, 200 student-athletes in 10 different sports and all the things that have kind of made my time a little less uh, available. <laughs> yeah. We're talking to Rich Thompson, if you just tuned in, AD baseball coach, um, busy man here um, from uh, down in Hot Springs. So uh, the initial thing when I, I got word that you uh, were available to visit with us was related to the Savannah Bananas. So... This I, I don't really have a full I guess understanding of the scope of how how this came to be or what what exactly you were doing but you got to play basically I guess exhibition games of some sort with them yeah so Savannah Bananas I don't know if you've seen them on TikTok or whatever I think they're almost at seven million people on TikTok which is insane right yeah uh, more than any MLB team and you know I guess if you just shake your butt on on TV or on YouTube then you're gonna on TikTok you're gonna get some fans yeah even if you're not a professional baseball team that's exactly right so yeah. you know they started as a college program. Um, they said they sold two tickets the first you know first game ever you know now there's a 600,000 person wait limit uh, waiting list so um, crazy enough you know there's Australian baseball small so we put together a team that is a uh, kind of like an exhibition team to come and play against Savannah Bananas and it was uh, it was one of the best experiences I've ever been part of like you know I haven't thrown a pitch in anger for 10 years you know since I blew my back out and, uh, you know, it's the first time I've pitched without um, my job on the line since I was, like, 17. So um, it was just a great experience. It's You don't realize how crazy it is until you get there. The baseball's real. Uh, the choreographed dances are obviously very well-timed, and there's a whole run sheet. It's almost like being on Broadway. <laughs> baseball's just that little piece that kind of uh, that entertains in between. So I know half the, half the stands are probably there, not even for the baseball. You just kind of see them just... There's 20 different things going on at once, and my wife was sitting in the stands. She's like, 
and and my son asked if uh, if my daughter had been watching the game and saw me do whatever I did, and they're like, no, there's like 20 different things. We're not even watching the game. <laughs> you know? But you you got to pitch a little bit. Yeah, pitched a little bit. Um, unfortunately, we got rained out a couple of games halfway through, so I was about to pitch a couple more games as well. But um, got to play first base, which is. You know, our first baseman got hurt one day, so... When's the last time you played first base? Uh, yeah, too long. Too darn long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I didn't embarrass myself. You know, picked a couple of balls, and so now my college boys, if they drop something, I'm going to be hated. <laughs> so. Is there anything that, uh, I don't know, college, Major League Baseball, just baseball can take from the Savannah ban- Bananas and, and, and implement and help the game? You know, it's it's funny that, you know, I was a very old school um, guy as a player. I was probably in that period of where, you know, somebody pimps a home run, you're going to drill them. <laughs> um, now it's become almost too far the other way. Um, but what that's given, I think, is the entertainment value. And and that's what we're really looking for, right? We, we care about butts and seats and, and people coming to the game, selling hot dogs and tickets. And, and it's just something that... You know, with TikTok and all the little things, we want 30-second snippets of of entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can add any little piece of that to add to the game, I think that's great. Um, You know, I've kind of of loosened my my old-school mentality, I believe. Um, And there is a place place for this stuff. Did it get too far at one point? I think yes. And now it's starting to rain back in. It's kind of good that they've probably... Uh, the umpires have cracked down a little bit on the celebrations and the and the you know everyone wanting to fight each other after pimped home runs and all things. But uh, there's there's definitely something to it if there's if just the TikTok followers in general um, or any indication people want that. Can you stick around? Absolutely. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll visit you a little bit more. How about that? Sounds good. We'll talk to you about a few other things. It's ten forty-seven, and uh, we've got uh, well, our only Australian guest in a long time in the studio. Rich Thompson, join us. Hot Springs guest by way of Australia. How about <laughs> that? We'll say that. You've been here how many years now? Uh, I've been here longer than I've been in Australia. Is that right? Yeah. So came over in '02, and um, hmm. and yeah. So now I'm been here a lot longer than the other way. Very good. So. Excellent. Big O Tires has some good deals right now. They know you're going to be doing some traveling this summer. You need a good set of tires. You don't want to get stuck out there and have a blowout or uh, run across a rainstorm, start hydroplaning around the highway. Go to Big O Tires. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they got the Big O Tire. And right now, they have $100 off select set of tires. It's Big O Tires in Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. And remember, they work on cars if your check engine light comes on or you just want to get it looked at before you head out on a road trip. Swing on by Big O Tires. It is the team we trust. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican hibachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elliot's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Mosquito Joe has been making outside fun again for Arkansans over 10 years now. People still ask us, do you just do mosquitoes? Why don't you do termites or other bugs? The answer's quite simple. We're not a jack of all trades. We want to be the best mosquito control service, period. You want to keep bugs out of your house? Call an exterminator. You want a nice looking lawn? Call a lawn care service. You want expert mosquito control? Call Mosquito Joe. Mention you heard us on the buzz for a special discount. Visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. It's Justin Acre for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. 
This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. This is Pat Bradleyfield with Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Ten fifty-two, wrapping up our first hour here on July the fifth. Thanks for being with us, Wes Moore, Justin Acre, the Wizard, all back together again for the first time in a while. And uh, I like to say I miss you guys, but I like being away more, and I'm sure you enjoyed your time away as well. But it's good to be back mm-hmm. together, and uh, nobody's taking off for the rest of the year. So, hmm. no. Hmm. Are you off all next week? No, I'm just off Wednesday. I thought you were off like three days next week. No, just on Okay, well, I think our calendar's off then. Anyway, Rich Thompson joined us, the AD and baseball coach from down at National Park College, and we were, uh, you know, talking about a number of things. I didn't ask you about your Olympic experience. You, you got a chance to play in the Olympics, is that right? Yeah, so I was a young kid, man. I was 20 years old. Um, we ended up with a silver medal. So You played for Australia? Yep, played for Australia. Uh, we ended up beating Matsuzaka 1-0 to go to the gold medal game. Wow. So that team full of Japanese guys was, I think, their payroll was somewhere over $50 million, and ours was two, and that was by one guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I was just a, a minor leaguer before I even got here to the Trabs in, in 04. And this was in Athens? Athens, Greece. What, yeah. a, what an experience. Yeah, I was too young to even realize how cool it was. Yeah. Like, just, you know, I was the youngest kid on the team. Um, you know, we had big league all-stars like Dave Nelson and, and Graham Lloyd, multiple yeah. winner of World Series. Mm-hmm. Um and you know those guys were retired from the big leagues and they came back to play in this thing and but it's amazing what you know 20 some guys all on the same agenda can do even if they're under you know under skilled or under you know just maybe not under skilled but just not quite as premier prospects as let's say the whole japanese team was <laughs> yeah. or cuba or yeah. you know like all those guys were so who'd, you, who'd you play in the gold medal game cuba okay so i still feel cheated about my gold medal but um, the uh, we had uh, runs on first and second. We had a guy hit a ball off the wall and hit the wall, hit the guy, hit the wall, came down, caught it, turned around, claimed it, and uh, yeah, we would have had. I think we would have been up four two at that point if that had happened. Mm-hmm. End up doubling us off, you know, and that was basically wow. yeah. Manager got tossed. It was a whole, you know oh, video wow. re- video replay. I need to go. I watch probably it. got a gold medal game. Okay, gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your silver, though? That's still a pretty significant accomplishment. Yeah, it's still sitting at the house. Um, you know, I get to break it out every once in a while if somebody's interested in seeing it. And you don't have it displayed? Um, I'm always worried about getting it nicked. You know, like, what if somebody comes in and, you know, that's, it's pretty hard to get it in a case or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so I want to ask you about, um, let, me, let me start with how people can get to you and how you find guys these days. It is an interesting process. You talked about the COVID impact is still having an impact. Yeah, you know, it's 
recruiting was very hands-on and, and kind of you had to go out to the, the parks and obviously make a lot of phone calls and and now now it's really based on you know you still do those things but COVID was crazy you know you t- trying to make a decision on a kid with 30 seconds of video and um you know on twitter or whatever it was and um if you want to hit me up chopper underscore 54 on twitter um that's a good way to find me mm-hmm. um you know twitter's become a recruiting mecca you know you find a lot of kids on twitter especially our state and um, the kids that you won't actually normally see um you know we get a lot of kids out of texas florida australia uh you know we're we're not just arkansas we're everywhere um, and I think that's, you know, where this game's gone. It's um, especially our region. There's a lot of transfer guys from, from bigger programs that come back. And, uh, and and that's really the bigger, the stronger, the, the better. That That's that's what wins our league. No pun intended. Ballpark me on how many kids on your roster are Arkansas natives. Um, we're probably half. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about big leagues real quick. As a guy who recently pitched and played a position, I uh, just want to get your thoughts on Otani. You guys are about... I mean, you're very similar now. I mean, she, what I did against the Bananas is very similar to what Otani's <laughs> doing. Um, no, he's amazing, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that it's a generational thing we'll maybe never see again. and um, Or not not long, not for a long time. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of special to doing it for really what, you know, my Angels crew that's been around for 10 years. You know, I was there for 10 years. So, um, you know, I got to play with Trout and those kind of things. So, those are... Cool Here? things. Uh, no, in the big league. Okay. That was Trout got called up in uh, 11, I think it was. Yeah. And, um, I was up there at the time and, and got to see him when he was just a pup. So. Yeah. What was that like? I mean, we get a high a high profile guy like that coming up to the big leagues. How is he received typically? So it was kind of funny. I was telling a story the other day because you obviously Trout was 19 when he got called up and, and we had... I'd, just had Peter Borges, who you know played a good chunk of the big leagues career, and um, he was by the far the best outfielder I'd ever seen. And Trout comes up, he's 19, and he's he's doing these similar things, and I'm like, oh, you know, he's, he's really good. And but Pete, man, Pete's awesome. And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but hang on a minute, Pete's 23 and he's 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's you know there's a difference here. Um, and just what he looked like on the field. You know, he looks like a running back on the field comparatively to, you know, a gazelle maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, the typical center fielder used to be. Um, but he uh, he was special. Just, you know, to do that at 19 and get caught up at 19. Yeah. Well, There's only a couple, right? Andrew Jones and, yeah. and those kinds of guys that have been really good at 19. Well, we were happy to have him here in, you know, North Florida for about 45 minutes, so it was cool while last. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Hey, Rich, thanks for coming up, man. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll do this again for sure, and if we can get down to the event in Hot Springs um, and, and kind of preview that, maybe we'll get you over there since you guys have some connections to the, the event, too. Absolutely. Love, love baseball weekend. That's coming up soon, guys. Come to Hot Springs. You'll you'll get to see a bunch of Hall of Famers and, and get to meet a bunch of Hall of Famers, which is really cool. It's a small small atmosphere. No doubt. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. It was great, great seeing you. No, thank mm-hmm. you, guys. All right, we'll take a break. It is 10.58. Hour 2 coming up next. Wes has a great red-white report for you on top. Cannot wait to see what he's come up with. hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today.